0: Hello and welcome to episode 26 of Game Time with Manny. I took a month off, but now we are back with a vengeance. I am here today to talk to you about a game that I have been waiting for, for what feels like forever, but is probably like five or six years, and that is Persona 5. The the JRPG gods have they heard my prayers and they they finally let me have Persona 5. Uh, I dodged the minefield that was uh, the Japanese release about like six seven months ago and I managed to get into Persona 5 with no spoilers and knowing like de- some some about the basic setup and premise uh, but like not too much so like enough to be surprised by like almost everything and boy uh, as a as a turn-based Japanese role-playing game fan, I must say I very much did like Persona 5. And so, because it is such a story-based game, I mean... Sure, it was like 100 hours of story, so I could never sit here and describe it all to you, but this podcast will not really be about like uh, spoilers or anything like that. So this will be more me talking about like the general concept of what Persona is, what you do in the game and how it functions and then like to maybe some basic plot stuff and then like my final thoughts on that. And so without further ado, we're going to talk about some Persona 5. It's game time. Persona is a weird franchise, uh, it's still, it's very popular now, but, like, still not as popular as I, like, I feel like I perceive it to be, so I personally got into the Persona franchise at Persona 3, and I believe it came out in, like, uh, was it, it might have been June of 2007, or maybe it was uh, like, this is some, like, late 2007, early 2008, I probably should have looked that up beforehand, but I I remember playing it in the summer, uh, or maybe two summers before going to college, yeah, it must have been 2007, um, and I had never really, like, heard of the Persona franchise or anything like that, I didn't grow up having a PlayStation 1, Uh, I had an N64 and then a GameCube. Uh, so, I never got around to playing Persona 1 or 2. They were, uh, remade on the PSP, and, like, there were two versions of Persona 2, and they, they seem really cool, I've just never gotten around to playing them, and Persona 3 was where the gameplay kind of changed, and that was, like I said, where I jumped in. Um, I remember being on GameSpot, and that was before the internet was, like, super, super prolific, I mean, like, it, it kind of was, but... It was still when, like, making uh, video content of video games was a, a bigger deal, a much bigger deal, and harder to do than it is now, and I remember seeing a video review. I just, like, happened to see it, like, on or around the release date of Persona 3, and I thought to myself, like, man, I really like uh, RPGs. I really like turn-based RPGs. I would like to try this out. Uh, it was reviewed, like, pretty favorably, if I remember correctly, and so I... When my parents went out uh, shopping, they went and picked it up for me, and that must have been like, unbeknownst to me, it was probably like right around the game's release, I, st- I still have it, it came with the uh, a pretty cool art book, and that might actually be one of my favorite like video game art books that actually like came with a game. Uh, so it was, like, a kind of, like, a cool case that had the, the PS2 case in it, and then the art book. Um, but, but what really drew me to Persona 3 was, like, it was the, the, just the mere concept of it was insane. So, like, I, I, don't know if you've ever seen Persona 3, but it was, I mean, images of it used to go around all the time because of how absurd it is. So the whole concept is there are these high school kids, and they would essentially shoot themselves in the head to summon like their inner spirit or like known as their personas, like basically like awakening a physical manifestation of their their like uh their id or their ego, I don't remember psychology terms. Uh but and then they would fight with that, like, weird spirit. It's kind of like if you've ever seen Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, it's sort of like a stand. But they would awake it by shooting themselves in the head. And I mean, not literally, it was, like, more figurative. Like, the gun was not actually a real gun. They were, like, used as... Whatever, we're not going to get into the semantics of Persona 3. But it was such a crazy thing, and I specifically remember the style, like, really wowing me. Just, like, the color and the character design and, my God, the music... And so, a lot of Atlas games, specifically Shin Megami Tensei games, uh, which Persona is a, is a spinoff of the original Shin Megami Tensei games, and still is a is technically an SMT game. Uh, but they, the same character designer has worked on all of them, at least since three, as far as I know, and that is uh, Shigenori Sojima. And now, after playing Persona three, like I recognize his style a lot. Um, he he doesn't. He, he does most of the character design work for Shin Megami Tensei games, uh, but he also did it for, like... Uh digimon story cyber sleuth more recently and like i really recognize his his character designs now and i think that's really cool when someone has like a distinct style like that uh kind of like toriyama does dragon quest and did chrono trigger and dragon ball z and all that stuff and like you can really tell when it's it's his style and i really like that and then the music man shoji maguro my guy like, I, I can't even describe Shoji Maguro's music, uh, mainly because the the soundtrack for Persona 3 is so different from Persona 4, which is so different from Persona Five soundtrack, but, like, they all have, like, that cohesive, like, Shoji Maguro special sauce that's in there. Like, you know, like, you hear that jam, and you're like, oh, that's a Shoji Maguro jam. So, like, I, the soundtrack of Persona 3 will forever, forever, ever be ingrained in my brain there's like an open the opening cinematic of persona 3 is just like it is like the definition like if someone ever asked me like oh like what is persona i would show them the opening of persona 3 because it's just like really stylistic and kind of crazy and the song burn my dread is in there and it's like a lot of his music is like kind of funky and like has a little bit of a hip-hop feel to it but then it's also like super jazzy and it's just, oh man, what a what a good style that guy's got. But, so, so those those two things really define uh, a lot of what Persona is for me, and I know that he still does character work on other games that aren't Persona, but like, it, he, he makes Persona a lot more what it is, you know what I mean? Like, you see those characters and you know like, oh, I'm getting into something that could be really cool here. And... I just I really liked Persona Three. Uh, I I still the shame the shame of my life is I've never beaten Persona Three or Persona Four, even though I really like them a lot, and they were both PS Two games. Uh, Persona Four was re released in a special version uh, for the Vita, and I played almost all the way through that. Still didn't beat that one. Persona Three was re released for the PSP uh, in like this weird portable thing that I was not as cool, um, but. You may be thinking, like, oh, man, like, you you look at it, and you're like, oh, this is just, like, another turn-based JRPG, but what sets Persona apart, at least from 3 on, is you take control of a high schooler, and while you also go and fight magical monsters with your, like, cool spirit powers, you also just, like, go to high school, right? Right. And I, I don't, I don't know what it is, and this happens in a lot of games, but I, I personally find some weird pleasing, like, it's pleasing to my brain, uh, to just do, like, weird mundane tasks, like, interacting with other people, um, or just, like, building social relationships. So, like, I've always thought that, like, Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon were, like, super dope, um and like if you can build a town in a game like i'm all on board with that but there's something about like i really like character development above all else in storytelling and i just really like when you can get super in-depth with characters and like really get into their life and things like that and persona 3 allowed that in a way that i don't think a lot of uh video games in general let alone jrpgs let you do um so like it's it's got it's structured by day so like It'll be like, the game will be like, oh, today's like August 19th, and you'll wake up, and you'll go to school, and maybe sometimes you will have, uh, like, the teacher ask you a question, or sometimes another student will come up and interact with you. And then after school, like, you can walk around the school, talk to all your classmates, and you can, like, choose who you want to hang out with. And I think that that is the part of uh, Persona that... Is my favorite part. I really love interacting with people. Um, In three, they were called, three and four, they were called social links. And in Persona five, they are called confidants. But what happens is you basically, uh, you form a bond, a special bond with specific characters, and they all have their own story, and so, like, after school you'll choose to hang out with them, and then, like, maybe your social link will level up. They have levels from 1 to 10, and, uh, each time you get a level, or a rank, I guess it's called in some of them, uh, you... You get more of their story, you get more insight on who that character is, and usually the character plots, even if the character themselves isn't that interesting, like, you still just, like, the amount of, uh, detail that goes into each story is, like, pretty crazy, um and it's just something that I have always found just, like, deeply fascinating, and I, I realize that the way these games are structured is they usually take anywhere between, like, uh, 60 to 100 hours, uh, just to complete one run-through, and they're meant for multiple, to go through multiple times, which is a little crazy for most people's lifestyles, but it's just, it's very unique in, in terms of, uh, a storytelling mechanic and I I really really enjoy that but out, outside of that persona is also about like uh classic dungeon crawling right like you'll each one has a conceit to go inside some super special world uh where you fight shadows and monsters uh, in persona 3 it was the the magical tower tartarus that appeared uh in the special dark hour between midnight and 1 a.m. of the next day and you would uh explore that tower and fight shadows and in hopes to eventually save the world in four it was uh another special world inside of televisions so they would jump inside televisions and use their special glasses to uh see magic shadow creature monsters and in five uh you still kind of fight shadows, but they also double as personas, which we can get into all the mechanics of how battling works in Persona 5 later, uh, but you, basically, uh, you go and you enter the palace, which is essentially someone's brain, uh, and you get to see what their distorted desires are like, and how they view a specific place, and, uh, while I really love Persona 3, and I I like Persona 5, or, uh, I like Persona 4 quite a bit too. I I personally think that Persona 5 is my favorite, and that is just because as soon as I saw it, I, I as soon as they announced the themes, I personally knew that it was going to be my favorite one. And I think now that I am like a couple weeks out from completing it, I I do I do feel like it is my favorite one. And one of the main reasons for that is. Well, I'll have to talk to you about the the themes of Persona Five essentially. And when they when they first announced it, uh, it was basically that you will play as a group of characters known as the Phantom Thieves, and their whole thing is they go into the special alternate worlds of palaces. Uh, and where they can use their personas, and their whole goal is to change the distorted desires of, uh, individuals, mainly adult characters, uh, who, who have distorted desires and are, like, doing what is perceived as, like, uh, incorrect things or, like, super heinous things, and... The so you're looking at this and you think like wow this this sounds crazy but this is a concept that I have always personally liked. The Phantom Thieves are technically stealing these distorted desires to make these adults or just like generally terrible people uh, change their ways and apologize and reform what is happening, and it is their form of justice. And there is something about the concept of justice that i personally find fascinating because while you may you may think like just at a glance that justice is black and white like in real life we have laws and people who follow the law are right and theoretically people who break the law are wrong but that is that is not always the case and i am a big fan when things explore personal justice so, theoretically, if you hear, like, oh, these phantom thieves are are changing these people and they're stealing their desires, that could be considered wrong by many. Like, what right do they have to, to change their desires, right? But it's one of those things where you, the character you are, uh, and the rest of the phantom thieves, they believe that what they are doing is correct, they believe in their own personal justice, and I personally think that, as a concept, rules, and that is why I've always liked Phoenix Wright, because he, like, sticks to his own moral code of justice, and same thing with Apollo Justice in that series, and it's just something that I have always personally found very interesting, and I really like characters who, like, have their own code of justice, um even if it's not necessarily right like B- batman for example i guess is a is a character in popular culture that's relatable to that uh what he does is generally kind of fucked up but like he believes it's right and for the greater good and whether or not it is like that that can be uh that can be interpreted differently but yeah man that that is what persona 5 is all about and to make it cooler uh each persona game from three on has had like their own aesthetic when they go into the uh world of shadows so in three they they don't really change their clothes when they go in there it's basically they just like use their evokers the guns to summon their personas uh in in four it was uh they would get they would get glasses um so that they could see the in the other world and in five they take it to a whole new level it's not just some small accessory but their their whole their whole outfit changes and they wear a sick mask so uh, i apologize for keep keep talking about persona 3 4 and 5 but it's it's kind of important to see the progression and how persona 5 differs from the other ones uh, so five, they have, like, kind of like, uh, burglar clothing and a mask. So, like, the main character, they all have code names. His is Joker, and he's basically wearing, like, a slick black trench coat, and he's got this cool, like, masquerade mask on. Uh, one of the other first characters you get, Ryuji, he's wearing, like, a, a kind of black suit, and he has a skull mask. Uh, and then the only other character that I'll probably really talk about in here uh, is uh, Anne, and she has like a kind of a devil mask and like this red cat outfit. And I think that's really cool. Um, and, and so they're, they get these costumes when they're in these palaces and they're acting as thieves and they're all dressed like thieves, right? And the whole concept is they are, their suits are the embodiment of their will of rebellion, So, like, their rebelliousness against society and their want to change these corrupt people. And, like, that is so dope to me. Oh, man. And so, in each Persona game, they summon their Personas by doing a different thing. So, like I said, in 3, they shoot themselves in the head, theoretically. In 4, it's kind of more lame and they just crush a card. In 5, they have to rip the mask off their face And so, like, the first time it happens in each one, it is... It's so savage. Like, sure, in 3, it's savage when they shoot themselves in the head because you're like, wow, it's kind of fucked up. But when you realize that, like, that's not actually happening and it's just, like, a, a trigger, then... It's not quite as messed up as in Persona 5 when they first awaken their persona and they like, they can't get the mask off their face because it's basically like stuck to their face and they have to like tear it off and then there's blood on their face and stuff. And like, this sounds horrific and gruesome, but I, I personally think that it is so cool and I am a, I am a huge fan. And then once they tear that mask off, their persona comes out and they can use it to fight. And I, oh man, so, so dope. And so, yeah, just like the, the whole concept of what Persona 5 is was really cool to me. And they changed up the social link system a little bit. So while you do still hang out with people from school and you hang out with a couple people outside of the school, as opposed to just like being friends and used as a, a way to get you stronger personas, they also offer you skills, which I think is pretty cool because it gives a more meaningful, tangible effect to hanging out with these people. Uh, While their stories are still cool and stuff like that. But they also are people who just, like, help the Phantom Thieves in general. Whereas I feel like in uh, 3 and 4, it was more just, like, for the main character's social benefit. But in 5, it is more, like, benefiting the Phantom Thieves as a whole with all these abilities. And they, like, are more outwardly supporting what you're doing. Uh, Whether or not they know that you are the Phantom Thieves or not, it depends on the social link. But, uh... You know, they're more trying to outwardly help you, and I think that's really cool. And so, maybe you've never played a turn based RPG before. I don't know who you are, I don't know who you are as a listener, but uh, Persona 5 is a turn based RPG. So, when you go into the palaces, uh, you essentially uh, there will be encounters, and you go in there, and it is turn based. And you choose, like, fight, uh, you can guard, you can use an item, you can use your persona for a skill. And so that is that is what's cool about Persona, is you can let the AI fight for you. Uh, you can just control the main character if you want, and then the three other people that you have in battle with you at any time can be controlled by the AI. Personally, I hate that, because Persona 3, you could only let them be controlled by the AI, and that is a just a giant trash fire, because they always screw up. So I, I like to do direct control. And, uh, like most turn-based RPGs, you can just kind of, like, mash on attack until the enemies die, but this being an, uh, Shin Megami Tensei game, uh, the, the series is known for being kind of difficult, uh, whereas Persona being a spin-off of that is known to be a little bit less difficult, but still kind of difficult. Um, I think 5 is the easiest out of Persona 3, 4, and 5, God, because I, I say, th- I keep mentioning 3, 4, and 5 because they that is where the series kind of changed to become what it is now whereas one and two were like actually like very different um but yeah the the whole they're still kind of savage so you can die really quickly but the the goal is uh there are many different element types right like there's fire ice lightning and wind are the four main ones and then there's also light and dark which are more instant kill skills uh and they all have their own weird names like fire is agi ice is bufu wind is garu uh and then there was also like I said light and dark which are Hama and Mudo and there was also almighty damage which is basically like it just th- does well against everything five added two new ones uh, I don't know if it was new to five or if it was a different SMT game that added them in but there is also a uh, psychic and nuclear which are just Psy and I think I think it's nuke no Frey, is what nuclear is uh but So you essentially most enemies that you encounter will have a weakness and if you attack that weakness uh, like say an enemy is weak to uh, ice so you use Bufu it will get knocked down and now what you could do is attack it again and it basically does a little bit more damage than it normally would or if there are other enemies in the battle if you attack their weakness and then all enemies fall down you can do what is called an all-out attack so each time you attack an enemy's weakness the character that did the weak that did the attack uh one, the enemy falls down but they get to go again you get to go again so you theoretically you can knock down all of them without the enemies going f- at all and then you can do uh what is called an all-out attack which is where all your characters uh converge and kind of attack at once to do a really powerful attack um And in 3 and 4, that's really all you could do with that, right? In 5, they get more back to some of the mechanics that were in the original two personas. So, while the enemies you fight in Persona 5 are still shadows and, like, weird evil creatures, they are also personas. Now you're asking how is that what does that even mean and so basically as the main character of each persona game you are what is called the wild card it's a special power and normally a person would only have one persona right because it represents who they are internally and their internal thoughts but as the main character of each game is the wild card and this is i it's more just like kind of convenience for you to be flexible as a fighter in battle uh, and it basically just means like you're the special chosen one, like in g- generic JRPG terms. But you can get other personas, and you can swap between them. So now in five, they brought back the ability to when you are uh, knock when you knock down all the personas in in a battle, you knock down all the enemies. You can hold them up, and so instead of just doing an all out attack to just go completely ham and screw them all up you can also hold them up and ask for money you can ask for items or you can ask them to join you because like i said they're not just generic evil shadow enemies they're also personas that you can get so uh if you choose some of the like give me money they might give you some money if you choose give me an item they'll usually give you a terrible item uh but when you uh say hey do you want to join me you'll have to answer three questions and are two questions and if you get both of them right uh or even just the second one right then they will join you and you'll be able to use that that persona and their powers um people th- seem to find this to be annoying the negotiating with them part but that's like a that is a staple of most Shimagami tensei games uh so i i don't think it's that out of place it is kind of annoying because each persona has like a different personality and so like the questions they ask like it's not at all obvious what you're supposed to pick it just you have to infer from what they're how they're talking what kind of personality they have and yeah you can use a guide and just like look it up to get every persona but i i found part of it to be kind of fun like trying to figure out and guess what personality each persona has and how they would react to each thing and like that that's kind of cool um but yeah, as the main character, you get multiple different personas. You're you're special, and you can basically the the main character is the everyman. And the issue I would have is using the main character a lot more than most of the other characters because it's like, hey, I have every element as opposed to just the one element you have. And so while while the main character has one persona or, or has multiple personas, all the other characters have one. Um, and so generally, there is a theme in each game uh, as to what the personas are in uh 3 it was uh greek gods in 4 it was japanese gods and in 5 i is my personal favorite it is fictional characters and now you're like what does that have to do with anything they're not gods but it makes sense because most of them are fictional thieves and that makes it even cooler in staying with the phantom thieves theme and the fact that they're thieves. The main character's main persona is, uh, Arsene Lupin. And so if you don't know anything about that, he was a fictional gentleman thief, uh, who is sort of like Robin hood where he like steals from the rich and gives to the poor and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then like some other ones, for example, were like captain kid, the pirate, uh, Carmen, the opera singer, uh, Goemon, the, like, basically, like, basically just Robin Hood, but, like, in Japan, he was, like, a ninja thief, and then he, like, got boiled alive in the end, his story is actually kind of fucked up, uh, Joanna, the, she was, I, so, like, it, Joanna seems to be fictional, but she was, like, a, a female pope, and she, like, was, pretended to be a guy, and then got killed, actually, a lot of them have kind of fucked up stories, uh, Cause there's like fictional characters like that, and I'm like, I'm all about like those old classic literature things and Arsene Lupin is really cool, like the anime Lupin the third is really fun and stuff, and just like the the fact that they are fictional characters really resonated with me as someone who went to school for like English and creative writing. I thought that was really cool. Um so yeah, just like the aesthetic of Persona 5 overall really appealed to me. The gameplay really appeals to me, and just like I said, that sense of justice really appeals to me. And it's, it's hard because I personally have such a huge love for Persona. It was a huge bummer for me to wait this long to play it, um... Because originally, I remember seeing ads like, oh, coming winter 2014, and that was when it was originally supposed to be a PlayStation 3 game, but then they decided to also make it for PlayStation 4, which means they basically had to remake a lot of the models so that they could use them on PS4 as well, and like, up-res them a little bit, and so that took a lot longer, and then there we were, April 4th of 2017, three years after I believe it was initially pitched to be released, and that's when it came out in the US, it came out in Japan like about six months ago and that's a huge bummer because i feel like a lot of jrpgs like this or just games that are very popular uh get worldwide releases now but the amount of text and voice acting that is in uh persona game is like ludicrous especially since five they voice a lot more of the lines than they did in the previous ones um and and that's a lot of localization work and i would rather have it come out sounding good and I, i personally really like the english voice acting they it, it's hard, because I, I am someone who does like Japanese voice acting, like, I, I really like, why I watch a lot of anime, and, like, I watch a lot of, yeah, watch a lot of One Piece, and I am someone who swears by the Japanese voice acting in One Piece, and when I hear the English dub, it, like, makes me want to cry a little bit, but it, I also think it's one of those things where the first language you hear it in is what you think to be correct, and I, I, it depends. There's a lot of debate about this. I don't want to get into like sub versus dub and all that, all that kind of shit. But I personally think that the English dub of Persona 5 is great. I, th- I think a lot of the voice acting is pretty high quality. Um, I-, I have seen a lot of people uh, complaining and kind of nitpicking about the text translation, and that that is kind of true. Um, a lot. It's hard because. A lot of the dialogue is very good, but some of it is kind of stilted, almost as if it was like run through like Babelfish or like a Google Translate. And it is like technically correct grammar, but it's just a way. Like some of it just sounds like no way a real human would talk like this. This is like a robot translation, and like so that that stuff kind of sucks and and can be a little rough sometimes. But uh, just the overall atmosphere and feel of the game kind of outweighs that for me. And one thing that, like I said in the beginning, the Persona games just have style, and all everything comes together, the music, the character design, the themes, just everything comes together to make a cohesive style package, and 5, like, takes the style of 3 and 4, which is already ridiculously high, and, like, amps it up to a million Like, each one has its own stylized opening and, like, the music fits the theme of the game and the style, um, but Persona 5 is, like, they, like, decided, like, if we're gonna have a style, like, we gotta amp it up, we gotta have 100% style, everything is style, every fucking menu, every piece of UI has to fit this style and has to look cool and man does it. When I first started seeing screenshots, I was like, "Wow, these look cool as screenshots." But like these menus and like the the UI, like maybe it'll be kind of like too busy and hard to parse in movement. That is not the case. Like if you have never seen what Persona Five look like looks like, or even if you have, just like go look up Persona Five gifs. Like I remember when the Japanese version came out. This is how much I wanted to play this game. I remember looking at pages and pages of gifs of shop menus right like whereas in most jrpgs it's just like oh do you want to buy this amulet it's a hundred gold right i was looking at pictures like that in of persona 5 like just because like when you go into the menu like the character who is the shopkeeper turns into a silhouette and they like animate a little bit and then when you like go between buy and sell they'll like move into different positions and it just it looks so good It looks so beautiful in the style. Oh my god, it makes me so happy. Just thinking about it, I'm like, I got a stupid smile on my face. Or, like, if you just want to see, like, the overall style and tone of Persona 5, like, check out the, the opening. The intro, the intro, man. The song is called Wake Up, Wake Up, Get Out There. And it is just, like, it says exactly what Persona 5 is. Like, if you see that and you think, like, this looks really cool, then you'd probably be interested in Persona 5 and what it has to offer. The color of that is mainly just black, white, and red. Um, And it just, it looks... Man. I've watched that intro cinematic. Very rarely do I leave an intro cinematic to play every single time I launch a game, but I believe I'm pretty, I'm almost positive that every time I have launched Persona five, which has been quite a few times I have watched that intro cinematic to completion because it's just, it is something, it is something else is wild. And I, I really, I really enjoy watching it. And it it also like just shows a little bit of what each character looks like and things like that. And that's, that's just really cool. But, I, I could go on about Persona Five for hours and hours,, um, but I feel like if I continue to ramble on, it will do do my thoughts a disservice. Um, so i'll I'll try to keep this one relatively short. I really like Persona Five. And I have seen a lot of people online kind of dissing it and saying they don't like it as much as 3 or 4. And you know what? Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But I personally, just like its themes and everything, really, really resonated with me. And I, tr- I tried as hard as I could not to really talk about the story. Um, But I, I, could. I could. I could have a whole, I could do a whole podcast where I just, Persona 5, Spoiler cast. And I could just spoil the whole thing and talk about how much I love each and every goddamn character. I will say right now, no context for you, the listener. Yusuke is my favorite Persona 5 character. And while I still think that Shinjiro from Persona 3 is my favorite character from the Persona franchise, Yusuke is a close second. But man, do I like his character in Persona 5. He is just like an eccentric art boy and he's so weird and he he just everything he does makes me smile and makes me happy. And I feel that way about a lot of the characters in Persona 5. I think that a lot of them are very well done. Uh they're, they they carry the the whole thing, man. If the characters in a Persona game were no good, it would not be worth playing. And I I honestly believe that they are very good and I think Persona 5 is a very good very good game overall but specifically it's a very good jrpg um as someone who really likes jrpgs specifically old school turn-based jrpgs that are very heavy on story they're something that doesn't really exist a lot anymore um and i don't really know why that is i feel like pokemon is really the last like mainstream hey this is a huge turn-based rpg that millions of people will play Like, I love Persona, but it's not setting the world on fire in the way that something like Pokemon or Call of Duty is setting the world on fire. Like, it's sold, like, roughly, I think it was a million copies worldwide and like while that doesn't sound very impressive, that's pretty huge for a uh, Persona game, specifically a Shimagami Tensei game. And like it is the most popular it's been to date. Like uh three, I feel like Persona was still a relatively unknown franchise at that point, and then four gained a lot of popularity because it came out around the time when uh streaming and like uh video making videos of in capturing footage of video games wasn't as difficult and it kind of blew up there were a couple like famous let's play series of it like the one on giant bomb and there were a, a couple other ones that i can't think of that come to mind that i've seen on youtube and then now we can now we come to five and five is definitely sold the most out of all of them i still don't think it's reached like super super mainstream success but it is definitely getting there um and yeah, I I really like Persona. I really like what Alice has done with it. And that's that's all I have. That's all I have for this 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 month. I know it's kind of weird that I skipped a month and then I I'm only going to talk about Persona 5, a game I love this much for only like uh about 40 minutes, but it's one of those things where I feel like if I keep rambling on, I, I do it a disservice and it's not as, as fun to listen to. But I appreciate you sticking it out with me here, listening to the concept of Persona, listening to me talk about how much I like it. Um, and I hope to see you again uh, next podcast. I'm not going to take another break. Next month I will be back with some other topic. I got I to gotta think of something, but I certainly will. And with that, it is time for me to say that the theme song of the podcast is the song Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. They are a wonderful, wonderful chiptune band, and you should really check them out if you haven't. Uh, but that's all I've got. That's all I've got for this month. I I played a shitload of Persona, man. I requested five days off of work when I came out. I had to yell at some, UPF, some poor UPS worker. Until it was delivered to my house actually on time. Because originally it wasn't going to be... And yeah, I played for five days straight. 60 hours in five days. I finished my save uh, two weeks later. uh, Because I had to start working again. So it took me a little bit longer to keep going. But I ended at what I believe was 96 hours. I have gotten through the first two main dungeons again in a new game plus run. And I've kind of taken a break to try and play some more games. Even though I think I could get the Platinum Trophy in Persona. And I'm certainly going to. Uh, I might just take me a little bit to get back to it, but I'm like a quarter of the way through the second playthrough. I'm over a hundred hours now on my save. And I, I would play it again. And from me, someone who usually doesn't play games twice, that is, uh, that is, that is high, high, high praise. Um, because yeah, I usually don't play games again. And I, I I still think about playing persona five, like, uh, After I'm done recording this, I should probably play Nier or Puyo Puyo Tetris or something like that. But I'm thinking about Persona, so maybe I'll boot that up real quick. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Peace out. See you next time.